3: Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast on the planet. We are presented by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code Stu for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Stu, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Billy Gill, we'll get to Mike Golick and Dwight Freeney. Football happened, Golick wants to talk about it, and so does Dwight Freeney. I mean, how about that? A couple of linemen cutting it up. But we've been saying all year, Billy, something's just a little off in
1: Kansas City, and we were right. A little off. Just a little bit off. And people thought we were crazy, and people thought we were saying that it was all over. But no, just a little off. (laughs) Two years in a row, they were in the Super Bowl. This year, not so much. Why? A little off.
3: Just a little off. And you want to know who lent voice to what we've been saying all year on the call of the game on Westwood One? My friend Tony Baselli said something just a little off with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. In our
1: defense, Andy Reid also said something was a little off when he was on with Golik this year.
3: Amazing. Amazing. I mean, Andy Reid thinks it. Baselli thinks it. Mm -hmm. The only one that does it is Dan. I mean...
1: Sometimes people like us just see the X's and the O's and we can kind of read between the lines, you know what I mean? Yeah, listen, I think you and I nailed everything this year, okay? Something's
3: a little off in Kansas City and Aaron Rodgers was indeed tanking. I
1: mean, <laughs> how about that? And, and, and if he ends up in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, oh.
3: I want Brady to go to Green Bay and win with a team that Rodgers couldn't win with. Was <laughs> your mind just blown? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Everyone thinks we're crazy, uh, including Dwight, Brady, and Mike <laughs> Let's talk to that. What you happened?
1: Have, you want to hear something crazy? So I no. saw this thing. It was like I mean, I, don't I, do. who, I don't remember who it was. It was someone I think on CBS Sports Network, and it was like predictions. For like the offseason or something like that and it was like five quarterback predictions for Tampa Bay if Tom Brady retires and you know what one of them was what Andrew Luck coming out of retirement to go no play way. for Bruce Arians oh my god that would be the best wow. thing ever
3: I mean that would be the best all right so how about Brady to Green Bay mm-hmm Rodgers to San Francisco, mm-hmm. Luck to Tampa Bay. Wow. I mean, what an NFL that would be! He's gonna have to
1: bulk up a little bit because he was looking a little skinny when we saw him at the national championship game. Andrew Luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, get, 20, like if I'm doing nothing, I would get fat. I'd be like incredibly out of shape the other way. But he got skinny. Yeah, he looks healthier. <laughs> Football's dangerous, Billy. Turns out. <laughs> Who knew?
3: Golic and Freeney, they know. Let's go to them. (laughs) Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lights sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time. We do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will.
4: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight hope ny or text hope ny In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21+, plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
3: Wait, Billy, have you noticed? I said there was a leverage play going on with Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich. Did I not tell you that? I don't remember. <laughs> did you? If you've noticed, it's only Jeff uh, Darlington and Adam Schefter reporting that Tom Brady's going to retire. Tom Brady's dad says, fuck that. <laughs> My son has made no decision yet. Okay? And I am telling you what he is doing is leveraging everything. I'm telling Byron Leftwich, he does not want him to leave. Well... To- you saw
1: that he had like a $15 million signing bonus or something if he was on the roster like February 4th, I think. So it would make no sense to retire before February 4th unless you just want to hand over $15 million. Uh, so, so we get to that $15 million
5: regardless? Well, it, it depends on if he wants it to count against the cap then.
1: Mm. he oh, retires
5: before that and doesn't take it, he could help him out. I think, bah. not positive, but I think. And I talked to Byron Leftwich before the game and – and he seemed pretty excited about some of the opportunities he's getting. Now I have no idea right. if it's gonna be like an Eric Enemy or any other you know, OC who's waiting kind of in a queue to see when they're gonna get a job.
1: Go ahead, Bill, I know where you're going. No, you don't, Mike just lurking in the shadows. You and I were so confident with all of our thoughts on what was going on and Mike's like, actually, this is what's actually <laughs> happening for all of you okay so you were
3: thinking that and i was thinking hey how about getting byron leftwich on the show Ooh. <laughs> I mean, jesus colic i mean that would be good to do you have me... Leftwich's number just out of curiosity no here's the one thing hold bad. on let, let me do yeah.
5: one thing here hold on
3: yeah i should follow go look around
0: hmm i think you do it will be a number retriever mr colic would very much like your number as he walks away Yes. Yes. <laughs> Here's the... Uh...
3: Mike, we have a new job for me. I'm just going to follow you around, and whoever you talk to, I know they don't want to talk to me, they only want to talk to you, but I'll ask for the number after, okay?
5: So, And, and that was my issue. I, I was, like, friends with these people, so Wingo actually did the smart thing. Wingo got everybody's contact, but, mm. but Wingo wasn't a player and wasn't, like, friendly or in the peer group with these people so he was like a media person getting a contact i just talked to them and we'd shake hands and we'd say see you later because figuring our paths would cross again but i never like said hey let me have your number i I didn't do that so i i actually it's the way i wanted to do it i didn't want to seem like i'm just trying to get your Mm -hmm. number but now that I'm where I am, I wish I had all those numbers of the people I talked to. So but how did Wingo?
3: Well, how did Wingo do it? He would just ask for the number. Oh I mean, yeah, Wingo
5: just again. This wasn't with me when Wingo was doing NFL Live with everybody, and they would be on the road or at Super Bowls. Yeah, he right. would just say, "Hey, let me. Can I get your card? That's why his half-forgotten whatever it is history or whatever he gets. He's got a ton of names because he did. He got he got the contacts. I was like friends with these people, so I never like asked for their number you know right. but but now trey has them all
0: and i, I don't have any
5: <laughs> what? listen yes, we Trent. all had that
0: we all had that friend at the bar when we were single the one that was like you know you're talking to some girl and he walks over and he's like hey let me get your number it's just, yeah. okay it's it's done yeah
5: yeah you all had I that just, friend i
0: didn't do it i'm
5: sorry i've Did let you didn't? all down
3: well billy we got some we, we need to explore this um do you uh do you still talk to trey wingo at all oh god yeah yeah, okay. You guys are still friendly, right? Yeah. Why don't you ask Trey for the contacts? I mean, they were coming on for you when Trey was getting all the contact information. Just ask I pr- him
5: for I, it. I probably could. I probably yeah. could do that. Okay. Um, but
3: but you guys knows? are good. We don't need to, like, we don't need a you know, want to do it like, we want to reunite you is what we want. No, yeah. no, no. We're, we're we still like to from, We still Goldrick chat. Golik and Wingo would be great. Right. Yeah. No, uh, we,
5: we still chat. Our DraftKings sing that Darius is in, Tway's in that. We always text. We're, so I, I text them. Quite a bit. So I can. I can just, as a matter of fact, my wife just needed um, um, Steve Young and Peyton Manning's number for so contact because so she's sending something for Pop Warner. Right. And, and like Chris Mortensen is going to send whatever yeah, just she just pass did.
1: that so, along, too. When you get yeah. that, just keep
3: Tell, it.
5: Tell, uh, listen, we
3: might start that. co-hosting with Chris Golick. I mean, That's yeah, no shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, How about that. it?
3: I mean, listen, when she gets Peyton's number, if you wouldn't mind, just ask her for it. Or yeah. if she
1: doesn't give it to you, dig into the cell
5: phone, go through the contacts. Yeah, right? yeah. She she may say, sorry, I'm not allowed to give it to you. Well, yeah. we'll
1: do whatever. But, you know, God bless the kids, whatever, safety first, all that. So, whatever it is that they need to say about Pop Warner, we got that. Don't worry, Mike. We
3: could listen, do Listen, I do a lot of things for the Gullics I don't want to do. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I'm doing a speech for the wedding. I mean, come on. You're <laughs> right. We don't want you
5: to do that. you exactly right. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head on that one. But Mikey A might end up at the wedding doing his fucking professional dancing. I don't know. But...
3: Wait a second. What do we need to do to get this party started?
5: <laughs>
0: Here's the thing. That's there's my not, job.
5: There's not going to be an issue getting this party started, but That's seeing right. Mikey A kind of in that you know headspace
0: would might be pretty interesting. Mm. So I, I reached out to my brother and I said, do you have any height of his powers, Mike? Uh, videos from when he's like uh no just my wedding video but he's divorced and i was mm. like so do you have that wedding video can i watch it he's like no i don't have that wedding video destroy so, it. Um, yeah so we, we we actually discussed this and he said i'm not sure you could do 10 percent of what you used to do wow wow yeah. That's Jeez, not endearing yeah. at all. No, it's not. But he's right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not a great way to sell yourself. I don't think yeah, the Golden well.
3: Wedding is going to need any starting of party. You no, know? absolutely like, not. Partying. Like There's going to be a pregame, I would yeah. imagine,
1: tailgating. <laughs> tailgating. <God. laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot. Are there going to be, gonna be big names at, at the nuptials? Who's going to be there? Who do we know? The biggest yeah. name will be B. Darius. Mm. Is Trey going? Yes, yeah. yeah, I think going. Trey's
5: coming, yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Nice. Nice. Now you see where you stand on the pecking order, Stugatz. Yeah, I know. Well, I've, no- <laughs> I've known all along, Billy.
3: <laughs> well, the invites, the
5: invites haven't gone out yet, guys. So uh, know, really, huh. keep checking your mailbox. You never know what might yeah. happen. But well, like, who else,
3: Mike? Like, like potentially, who else could be there? Like, Jaws? Is Jaws going to be
5: there? No, Ooh, no, 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 Jaws. So you know, like, like Trey Burton, who's still a tight end in the league. He was teammates with Ben. Uh, probably there's a couple of NFL guys that were Harvard guys that are in the league now that maybe. Um, at the wedding. It, it depends on if they're coming or not. I don't know if they're coming. How about Boudreaux Kelly? Boudreaux with an X. Mm. The hell is Boudreaux with an X? Well, he
3: was Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. He used to Boudreau. be. Oh, Kelly God. at LSU. Is he coming? I mean, He's
5: too busy Raymond. dancing,
0: man. Yeah. Wow. Okay, better A-list side, bride or groom wow. for the NFL? Well, I mean, from
5: our side, I mean, uh, you know, one of the people that was going to come from our side, it was Kyle Long. But his wife, Sydney, Sydney is very good friends with his wife. We're actually really good friends with all the Longs. Um, but Kyle's numbers. wife is having a baby right around that time, so they will not be able to make it. Okay. So as far as the NFL side of it, it will be more on Ben's side.
3: Should I ask Trey for Howie's number? Or, or? Ooh, yeah. No, I have Howie's
1: number.
5: <laughs> hey, feel free, Mike. I mean, if there's a reason we need Howie on, I could try and get Howie on. Well, because I mean, you know Howie he's Long. Yeah, Howie that's, the, that's the reason. Howie Long, right? Yeah. Uh, you want to try to get Howie this week? What do you think? Try and get Howie if you'd like me to. I would
3: love for you to get Howie. Let's on. just, go just down. Here's
5: Let's... the other thing I just fear you. I want to, his phone. Yeah. Yeah. I fear you. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Okay, these these, again, are friends of mine that all of a sudden, you know, it's going to be like fucking lose the number after this. Mm. Listen to me.
3: I will gladly get out of the way and you can have Howie Long all to yourself. Okay. I just want to get Howie Long on. I don't care if it's just you and him. I'm not looking to ruin relationships. I'm looking to strengthen them.
5: You're looking to play some game like long or short of it, you know. Oh, that's a good one. That's (laughs) write that down. Let me write that down. Like that. Good, huh? (laughs)
2: Long
3: or short. Long or short
1: of it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you hear what happened with Kenny Chesney, Mike? No. So Kenny Chesney was uh, Kenny Chesney was on with Stugas last year, and then he came on Stupidity. And uh, about a month later, he texted him, and he had changed his number already.
5: No, no, no. So, just so you know, Kenny does that every year. I have his Ooh, new number. Okay. He changes his okay, number every so just year. Okay, so
1: that. Yeah.
5: And and so I, I have that one too. But yeah, he does it every year. He he just she just wipes it and and, and goes clean. Well, what does he year. do? He
1: sends out like a mass text, like, "Hey, it's yes. Kenny. This is my new number." Yeah. Yeah, it's wow. exactly what he does. Yeah, yeah. Chesney
0: or Chesna. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Chesney
1: <laughs> or Chesna. Mike,
3: get him on. <laughs> Mike, get him on. <laughs> Howie Long, Chris Long, Chesney. This is exciting, man. This is great. A lot, a lot of, a lot of potential out there. What if we do a game? Who knows their dad better? Okay, I did this with Chris and Phil Sims, but what if we have Mike Golick Jr. on with Mike, or, or either of your sons, doesn't matter, or Sid for that matter, and then we have Howie Long with Chris Long, and we have someone like, I don't know, let's say, uh, I don't know, who would host that, Mike? I mean, Hank Azaria?
0: I mean, you don't get better than Hank Azaria. No, for you I don't get better India. than Hank Azaria.
3: Mike, we had fun doing that, you and I. You did it, uh, it was you and Chris and, and yeah, me and Abby. You, you're yeah, yeah. It. Yeah.
5: it was yeah. actually, that was, was a lot of fun. We should yeah. do that. Can we do that with the longs that, and the building? That would legs? be something we could. Yeah, we'd have to take a little bit to set that up. But, yeah, I think we could do that.
3: All right, so let's get Howie on this week, and we'll set it up on the air with him. <laughs> <laughs> what are we playing? What's the long game we're playing? Three
0: teams with, with Phil and Chris Sims. Oh, I love
3: it. I love it. We've oh, never wow. done that how before. About that? <laughs> we have never done that before. By the way, I have exciting news for you, Mikey. Hey, big fucker. We're taping with him on Friday. Phil wow. Sims, how about that? Big,
0: wow, the big fucker.
3: Yes. he calls himself Big Fucker, Mike. Just so you know. Wait, I missed that. You froze. What was that? Uh, Big Fucker Phil Sims is coming on with us on Friday, and oh, Phil yes. gave himself that nickname. Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: you, you can't give yourself a nickname. <laughs> I think his children gave
1: him that.
3: Nickname. Yeah, I think
5: his kids gave him the yeah. name. Oh, okay, that's okay. Big Fucker. Uh, <laughs> that's a nice nickname for your kids to yeah. give you. It's pretty yeah. impressive. It is, uh, Mike. Which you were on the late game uh, this past weekend, correct? No, no, no. I did not have a game this weekend. But I will say
3: this. Well, hold on a second, because I am telling you right now that Baselli and I think it was Kevin Harlan on the Chiefs and, and Bengals game at the end of the game. I was listening, and they gave Mike Golick senior credit.
1: They did. They I, what they were doing was they were saying, "Join us for the Super Bowl," and then they mentioned Mike Golick would be there. I think I heard yeah. it too. I heard. I was like, "Wow, this is impressive. This guy they, they, his time they, with us every week."
5: The yeah. guy who runs Westwood once said he should have done it the other way. He should have put me on the championship game, so I was with Kevin and Kurt to kind of you know we could be together before the Super Bowl. But I was on the divisional, mm. so I was not on. But I will say this: divisional round, championship round, I'm six and zero. I am six and fucking zero. I picked wow. these. I picked Cincy and L.A. for the you. Super Bowl, and I hit them all the week before. So mm. I and and the, the bad thing about it, I can't pick this game.
1: Because mm. you're working
3: it.
5: Next, I'm working it. So I, I stand at six and zero.
1: Maybe you don't mm. pick the thing. You don't pick the game, but you tell us which city's food you like the most, or something. You know what See, I mean? See, here's the
5: thing. I'm not building- against the spread. I yeah. get what you're doing. I'm not going to do anything <laughs> do mean, to fuck doing? up the fact that I'm working the Super Bowl. I have not <laughs> I have never gone to a Super Bowl. I've never wanted to. So now the first one I'm going to, I'm working. I will do nothing for th- that will make them call me and say, hey, Mike, you know how you were working the Super Bowl? Well, now you're not. Mm. So I'm
0: not going to do anything like that. Got it. Skyline Chili plus four.
1: Maybe yeah. like, do you like the, the <laughs> Dodgers or do you like the Reds? You know what I mean.
0: By the All way, right. do,
5: you know what? I don't even know. What, what, is there? What's the opening spread? I Gotta be four and four. a half.
3: I think. It, yeah. yeah. Is it four? I think DraftKings had it four, four four and two. a half.
5: Yeah. Rams favored, obviously, right? Yeah. 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 Do you like? Why are the Rams the favorite, Mike? I four, mean, listen, the the home I dogs. Mean, the the power they have on offense, and I know Cincinnati does as well. Here's the craziest stat, I think, um, of this, is Joe Burrow is the first quarterback to make it to the Super Bowl after being sacked the most in the regular season. He has gotten the shit kicked out of him, and they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's unbelievable to me that that they've done that. Imagine how good they'll be when they get an offensive line. Oh, no, you're, that's exactly right. That's what I've been saying. Imagine they, they could get rid of this entire line if they wanted to. It, it's just, it's horrible. So, yeah, he's the first one to make it. There have been three who have made it to the conference championships after being sacked the most during the season. Mark Brunell in 96 for Jacksonville, Jay Cutler in 2010 for the Bears, and Alex Smith in 2011 for the 49ers. And they got, to the, they got to their conference championship game and lost. No quarterback has made it to the Super Bowl. And he's already, in the three playoff games, been sacked 12 times, uh, nine alone by Tennessee. So th- that's one of the most um, – and, and look who now they're going against. They're going against a team that had 50 sacks in the regular season with Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. I mean, it's unreal the pass rush this O-line now has to deal with.
3: I ain't going to doubt the guy. Mike, Mike, I don't know what it is when they yeah. say, hey, he has the it factor, well, but Joe Burrow has it.
5: Here, Here's the it that he has. To go along with his Joe Cool, I get it. The it he has is multiple weapons. Whether it's Joe Mixon out of the backfield, whether it's Chase, whether it's Boyd this last game, it was T. Higgins.
3: So good, Higgins. Uh,
5: unfortunately, C.J. Uzama, it looks like he's going to be out, which is kind of wild. Did you see for the Rams, Tyler Higby got hurt? So both starting tight ends, who I think are both underappreciated by the public, the teams know how good these two guys are. But I think by the public, Uzama and Higby are underappreciated, and neither one may be able to play in the Super Bowl. But that's one of the reasons that helps Joe Burrow have the it, is he has a lot of weapons to throw to. Like, like I said, you know, a lot of times Jamar Chase isn't the man early on, it's somebody else, or he is the guy early on, and then somebody else takes over like T. Higgins did. And then the Rams go and have both Cup and Odell over 100 yards. I mean, it, it's, a, it, it's a powerful offensive Super Bowl.
3: Mike, what I loved about, uh, about Jamar Chase and also, uh, Cooper Cup a bit in the late game, but specifically Jamar Chase is his willingness to be a decoy so those yes. other guys can get open. There is so much attention given to Jamar Chase and he knows it. He's double and triple teamed, uh, that he is more than willing to absorb two or three defenders and let the other guys be open, and that's a good sign for the Bengals. He doesn't appear to be one of those guys who needs the ball on every single play.
5: Yeah, because you get to those teams where you worry about, if you don't get the star involved early, is he going to be out of the game? And let's hope Jamar Chase stays that way. Listen, he's a rookie. He basically set every rookie record out there, so he shouldn't feel like he needs to get every pass out there. Um, So let's hope it stays that way, because you're right. I mean, he, he does take... And that's the other thing, is you think Cooper Cup would be that guy as well. Now, they don't have the, the amount of weapons I don't think that, that the Bengals have, though they're losing Higby. You do have Odell. You have Cam Akers, who I have said repeatedly for the last few weeks is an X factor since coming back from the Achilles. I just think Burrow has more ways to go with the ball, and you're right, that Chase can pull defenders away or at least have their eyes go to chase a little more which in that split second is going to open up another receiver so the i i'm with you listen the spread says the Rams thinking about it you think they're rams but how, how do you how do you count out how do you, how do you count out Joe burrow and what the bengals have done
3: uh, I'm not going to count them out. Uh, Mike, as you know, the big story is it's usually not the winner, it's the loser. And the yeah. big story over the weekend was the Chiefs not advancing here. After being up 21-3, to 21-10, they're driving in the first half. Mike, what do you make? Because that was the most shocking thing of the weekend to me, was to see Patrick Mahomes first in goal, on the one yard line at the end of the half, and then first and goal on the five at the end of the game, and they come up with zero points.
5: I mean, well, Mike, that is insane. When you oh think yeah, about it, it. it definitely yeah. is. Listen, the end of the half, Andy Reid tried to take take the uh, the heat and say, you know, I got to give him a better play, but that's on Mahomes. And Andy can try all he wants. That's on Mahomes. The first look is in the end zone, which even Andy said, but that's the first look, and then after that, it's first look to the end zone and then throw it away. And Mahomes admitted He said, I got greedy. I thought I could get it to the outside. And I thought he could get in. There's two defenders out there. I think it was Eli Apple made a great play. You know, I I, I, well, I think it was Apple. Uh, I'm not positive. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I think it was. was. It was Apple. Yep. So so that's on Mahomes. That's a quick look to the end zone or throw it into the stands or somewhere so you have time for a field goal. So Andy can go ahead and try and take the. You know, that, that's what a head coach will do. He'll try and take the uh, – the blame but but that absolutely is on Mahomes. Here here's here's what the issue with Mahomes and what he had to deal with. So the Bengals dropped eight with so three rushers, they dropped eight on yes. 35% of the pass plays of mm-hmm. dropbacks, okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. And how did Mahomes do against that? 7 for 13, 59 yards, one interception and got sacked Twice. Right.
0: So. And they were rushing just, with three. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
5: So that, that's just a horrible job. So Cincinnati adjusted. And Kansas City didn't adjust to that. Right. And listen, the last time they played in the regular season. Run the ball, Mike. Say it. Run yes. the ball. Well, and, and we know that that's been an issue for them, that they won't do it. So you got eight back. You got three linemen. Yeah, force them a little bit. Sometimes you got to do some things that makes the defense react. So you can do what you want to do, but KC has been so used to doing what they want to do all the time. Just what we said earlier in the season, right? Everybody's playing back in cover two, and and Mahomes wouldn't wouldn't dish the ball down. I remember when I had Andy Reid on, and we banned you from being part of that. He yeah. even said, yes, you know he's got he's got to check it down. You know he's got to take what they're going to give him, and that's also going to bring the defense down, so you can go back over the top. So we started doing that. They started looking like Kansas City of old. But then, you know, dropping eight, rushing three, it's harder to find areas, obviously, uh, down the field with eight back there. And he didn't adjust well, and they didn't as a team. I'm not going to put it all on Mahomes, the but they didn't adjust to it well as a team by those numbers. It just didn't go well. So kudos to Cincinnati for doing that.
3: They were getting about six yards per carry. But are you saying here, Mike, that uh, is that, that Zach Taylor outcoached your boy Andy Reid? Is that is – that well, because I think he did. I did. if
5: you make those adjustments – so you are either saying, what adjustments are you making for? Now, again, we sit there and talk about out-coaching. There's also this flat-out execution. Because while I'll, I will put certain things on coaches, at the end of the day, the players are on the field executing a game plan. Just because you drop eight and cover three, Cincinnati didn't invent this, right? This has been done before. Yep. You, know, you know why it's not done on every single play? Because you learn what to do against it and what can work. So again, they did it on 35% of the passes, not 100% of the passes. So you have to be able to adjust to that. Whether it's run, whether it's find that hole, whatever it is, you have to find what can work against that. They didn't do it. And kudos to Cincinnati for out-executing Kansas City in those situations.
3: Mike, you recently moved and we talked about how stressful it is moving, right? It's just, it's super stressful to move, right? So Dwight Freeney is moving today, okay? And Dwight Freeney is taking time away from moving, okay? (laughs) To join us on the phone (laughs) here for a couple of minutes. Uh, Freeney, how stressful is fucking moving? It's the worst, right?
2: Yeah, you have, I mean, I'm sure you do have a clue. I'm trying not to get shot right now by my wife. I'm actually (laughs) driving my car, to the next house location, you know, and I snuck this call in. All right, so, doing You got the favor, all right. But I don't know if I'm gonna be here tomorrow. Okay, as long as you just throw him on this call,
5: dude. You you better really think long and hard about how long you stay on this phone, call. I don't. I don't care how much you like Stu. Stu, you don't have to live with. He's Stu doing every it for day. you, Mike. I don't. You know what, Dwight? I don't care if you like me. You. I don't live with you every day, so don't screw that one up. And oh, let okay. me tell you, the worst part of moving, it's like your house. The one you're moving out of never gets empty. There's always something more, another closet or something that you're cleaning out. You're like, holy shit. You know, I got so much stuff in this house that's never empty.
2: (laughs) It's an absolute disaster. And let me tell you what I'm doing. Really, I'm renovating, all right? And I was trying to live through the renovation, which made no sense. There's too much dust and all types of stuff. I got a little girl running around crazy. So we ended up getting a rental and now the obviously the gc the, the people who are controlling the, the the construction all of a sudden it's no it's not 7 days it's 8 days no it's not 10 it's 14 days oh, so now i'm racket. moving from yeah. one rental to another rental it's not, oh. i'm not even it's just, listen listen please so this is actually could be, you know, a little bit of de-stress for me, hopefully. You uh, know, hopefully yeah. my wife
3: doesn't find out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is less stressful? Your wife is pointing a gun at you. You just yeah. don't <laughs> <laughs> Well,
2: I'm in a car. I have a head start, right?
3: <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Billy has a big smile on his face. I have no idea what's going on inside of that mind. What's happening over there,
1: Billy? I just know how you work. And I know that what what happens on these calls, Dwight, is that Stu guys is going to ask you to call a four former teammate or something at some point. I was like, oh, we'll talk to you next week. And, you know, I feel like he's going to ask you for Peyton or Russell Wilson. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> now you butter him up this yeah. time and the next time.
2: The next time. I'll get him next time. It's always going to be next time. All right, see that, Golik?
3: I mean, Freeney is a man who has everyone's number because he asked for their number. Yeah,
5: what can I say? I didn't. You know, I, I just, I just, <laughs> hey, see you next time and didn't get a number. I, I don't know what to tell you. I failed. Uh, I failed miserably. <laughs>
3: hey, hey, Dwight, uh, we were talking right before you came on about we don't know what the it factor is, but it appears that Joe Burrow has it. Um, what do you see when you're, when you're watching Joe Burrow?
2: Well, you know what? I think what Joe did was Joe made the plays that he needed to make, okay, and to help this team win. It wasn't like he just took over the game, quote, unquote. He had some actually amazing scrambles, which I would say were the biggest parts of him, you know, finding a way to make a play, okay? But I think if I would have to say, you know, what he did the best, I think he just managed the game, didn't make really bad mistakes, kind of Brady-like, you know, just kind of made the right throws and made the throws when he needed to make. And it wasn't like, oh, my goodness, what an amazing drive by – no, they just had momentum and and really their defense, you know, the adjustments that they made um, played lights out and Kansas City didn't make any adjustments. So, you know, along those
5: lines, Dwight, looking forward to – so you as one of the – as one of the great pass rushers of all time. So now the Rams... Hall of Famer, Mike. Yeah, listen, I I said I had this big fight the year he came out with Julius Peppers that he should go ahead of Julius. Me and Mel Kuiper went at it. And, you know, it turns out you both were great, which was cool. But, so you're getting ready for a game. So it's it's Aaron Donald, it's Leonard Floyd, it's Von Miller. So you're getting ready for a game, and you know you're going up against a team that struggles at protecting a quarterback. The Bengals, Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback going into uh, the playoffs this year. So how do you treat that as a pass rusher now looking at this kind of a, I'll say it, a defective offensive line that that gives up a whole lot of space to their quarterback?
2: Listen, I'm just going to make sure whatever I do, I'm making it to the game healthy. I don't care what I got to do during the week. I got to do extra stretching. I got to do whatever I got to do, man, because you're not going to be able to fix the issues that they have overnight. Okay? It was the playoffs, and they gave like nine sacks up, you know, the week before. Yeah, Tennessee. So their issues, yeah, their issues are there. And and it's. It, I think what they're going to probably have to do is it's going to have to be a steady diet of runs and trying to find ways to keep, you know, the defense, especially that defensive line, off balance, all right? So you do some screens, and you do some draws, and then you do some outside runs, and you do some traps, and, you know, and they can play that game as long as the their defense is doing what they need to do versus the Rams offense, all right? Now, if the Rams offense opens up and starts to score a whole bunch of points, all that stuff goes out the window. And now you're going to have to figure out a way to block four guys, all right? And those four guys are complete monsters up front the way that they do the things that they do. And let them just blitz one more guy. Now, all of a sudden, it's five on five. Joe Burrow is going to have to figure out a way to get rid of that ball pretty quickly.
3: Dwight, I asked Mike this last week, and, and I'd be fascinated to hear your thoughts on him because... I think you can articulate it just the way Mike did last week. You guys both play D-line. Just how good is Aaron Donald?
2: I mean, you know what's so scary about Aaron is that everybody that plays Aaron says, we got to block Aaron Donald. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you know, and it's not like he's sneaking up on anybody. Everybody knows who the guy is to block and they still can't do it. And I, let me tell you, the problem is is that he's an interior guy. So there's only so much you can really do to stop an interior guy. Okay? If you have an end or defensive end that's doing it, okay, we'll bring a receiver in motion and chip him. Or we'll bring a tight end outside and do whatever we have to do. But because he's inside those tackles, listen, the only thing you can really do is slide the protection bring the center, and he's so fast off the ball, he's beating that guard all day in that B-gap. And then what they do is then they walk up the backer, and so now the center has to respect that opposite A-gap, and now he has a two-way go. It's kind of like the perfect storm. Whenever you can have a guy like that doing the things that he's doing, it's like a bull in a china shop, and he's just destroying everything. I love it.
5: Yeah, you know, and then then, so they slide protection that way, and you got Von Miller – now one-on-one in the tackle, yeah. right? On the other side yeah. of the tackle, Tristan Wirfs was out in that Tampa Bay game. Von Miller had a field day over there because they weren't really chip. Every now and then they would leave Gronk attached so he would make them have to rush wider. But for the most part, then yeah. Von Miller gets the one-on-one. So it's like if Aaron's not getting – Floyd's getting there or Von Miller's getting there – I I don't know what the Bengals are going to do. And then do you have to, if Uzama's not in this game at tight end, Drew Samples in this game, is he going to have to stay in and block? How much is mixing going to have to help? If those guys are helping, they're not out on the routes. Now you have three really yeah. good receivers that can be out on the routes. But still, one of the big things about the Cincinnati offense is the amount of weapons you can have out there. But if they have to stay in and block, that's going to hurt. But Dwight, I feel they like it right. Dwight Mike's right but like
3: I feel like every week we say what are the Bengals going to do and every week the Bengals seem to figure out what it is they're going to do and they end up winning the game and advancing you know
2: well it's the defense that is playing so well yes. And that's what it is it's not really how how well they're doing offensively they're just kind of like staying in the ball game and doing like little passes it's that defense who is playing very well and that offense is not making those adjustments when they do it and that's the problem you know, what happened last week. So I don't know what's going to happen this week, but if that offense of the Rams store a lot of points, it's going to be a problem because all you're going to do as a linebacker when you're playing against the Bengals is flat foot read. Everything's going to be flat foot reads because that ball is going to be coming out right now. and It's going to be a bunch of slants and a bunch of like reverses and all types of stuff because they can't hold on to the ball to protect. I promise you that.
5: You know, you you look at at what the Rams did. The reason they won in Tampa, their old line played a great game of protection against the rush of Tampa Bay. The reason they got back into it, all of a sudden the Rams decided to fumble and lose four fumbles, uh, and you kept giving Tom Brady a chance. But here, you got Trey Hendrickson on one side. Sam Hubbard's been playing well on the other side. You got one going against a 40-year-old tackle in Whitworth and then a big tackle. Right tackle and Haverstein, if those guys can get some pressure, that's going to be a huge difference. But if that Ram team does well in protecting the quarterback like they did against Tampa Bay and jump out to that big lead, that's, that's going to spell big trouble if Cincy, all they can do is throw the ball because then those front four are just going to friggin' tee off.
2: Absolutely. I agree. 100%.
3: Uh, Dwight, I can't ask Mike this because he tells us all the time he never made it to a Super Bowl. You made it to one. You won one. You have a ring. Uh, Mike is jealous, insanely jealous. Uh, so what's it like? The next two weeks, Dwight, what's it like for these guys getting ready for the Super Bowl?
2: Well, it's going to be a circus, okay? Um, but it's going to be more of a circus for the Bengals. The Rams are home, right? right. That, that doesn't even, I can't even. I can't even compute. You know, like Tampa Bay was home last year. Didn't compute. This one doesn't compute as well. They get to sit home while the other team has to deal with all the stuff, the hotel stuff and, you know, the all the things, that, the tickets and all of that. It's a – that first week is going to be a circus for those guys to figure out just staying focused on the game plan, okay, because they're so excited that they're there and all of that. But I think there's a big advantage for the Rams being home and also the fact that the Rams have been there what four years ago or whatever? Right. So there, there is some experience of understanding that moment there. So I think Sean McDay he can get those guys going and understanding of what's important, what do you need to focus on, and and getting them to mission a lot quicker than the Bengals, which is a bunch of young guys.
5: All right. So I only have one more because I don't want you to get in trouble with your wife. So please, but but please, from a, te- from, a <laughs> from a technical <laughs> standpoint, you have two weeks to a Super Bowl. When were your when were you guys done? With installing the game
2: plan, because you have this off week first and then week. next week, how, how did you work that? It was the very first week we got it. We put everything in. Everything in was just like a preparing for the game, like it was that Sunday, okay. And then the next week, all it was was just kind of like polishing different things that need to be polished off. But we treated that first week as if the game was on Sunday. All right, we went through that Monday. We went, we I mean, went through Monday. Our our Tuesday was off. Our Wednesday, our Thursday, our Friday, it was just like that. Okay, and then I think we may have traveled on Saturday or something like that, and then we just did it all over again. But we already had the game plan in. Okay, so we just prepared as if that first week, February sixth was the game.
1: Real quick, Dwight, before you go, it's also Pro Bowl week, and Mike's never been to one of those either. Thanks, Billy. Thanks.
5: Thanks, Billy. Thanks,
3: (laughs) fucker. Wow. What a great question. (laughs) Oh, is it? What is is the Pro Bowl like, Dwight?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Listen, sometimes, you know what, Mike? You just got to tell him, man, just get off off your back. Get him off your back. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You are a great player, and that's all that matters. All right? yeah, I'm going to punch him in the
5: throat when I see him, so all good. Me or Billy? Both. Both. <laughs> hey, did you I'm... ever have – because I heard one story, one one Pro Bowl, and I don't know if it was when Marty Schottenheimer was coaching that he wanted guys to wear pads. Did you ever have any Pro Bowl practices where your coach wanted you to like wear pads and practice hard?
2: Yeah, well, yes, there's always that coach that kind of sits there and says, you know, hey, guys, let's go hard. And all they're going to do is, you know, they're going to go out and tell you all the things that they want you to do. None of the guys actually listen, (laughs) okay? It's kind of like, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? You're not going to find me. What are you going to find me? What are you going to cut me? Like, there's nothing you can do. So as long as everybody stays together on that, then everybody's going to be good, you know. I think there was it'd be one one year, you know, like a couple guys decided, you know, like, we're going to go full speed, and we just won't let them go full speed. And they were the only guys running full speed, and everybody was like, "Man, listen, I can't wait to get through this practice so we can go ahead and, you know, do a, have a little martini or or something at the bar or something like that, have a shot, a couple shots, because we weren't really, you know, it's, the Pro Bowl is kind of like. You're not going full speed until the game, and then when the game comes, you're probably still not going full speed. You're, well, you're, you're out here protecting each other.
5: But isn't it true, like the fourth quarter gets serious because of the split in the winnings that help you pay for the bar uh, tab and all the people the you four- had to bring? Uh,
2: yeah, the only yes, the, the fourth quarter is the only time that it actually gets a little bit more serious. But the first three quarter, I would say, not even the fourth quarter. Let's call it. Let's call it halfway, so three-quarters and a half. You're not doing (laughs) any. You're just, just like, trying not to get hurt because it's a violent game, and that's what makes it so tough. But that last little, you know, two, three minutes, you know, and depending on what the score is, you might start going a little harder depending on what the score is.
3: Who is the asshole that you played with on any, in any pro bowl who was going 110% the entire game? There had to be someone.
2: <laughs> well, let's just say uh you know, I'm not going to call him an asshole, okay. but he played the running back position for years at the Vikings. Not
3: saying any names,
2: but um Robert Smith. That- yeah, there you go. I don't know. But I'm, <laughs> I I I'm not heard, saying. Exactly. That's my heard, friend, and
3: I'll call him an asshole, okay? I
5: had heard as of uh, – there was one Super Bowl I was at, and we were talking to a couple of the guys who came from the Pro Bowl, and they said uh, – again, I won't call anybody an asshole, but they'll talk about who played a little too hard, and they said J.J. Watt was one of those guys. Of course he was. That,
2: that, uh, went, that yeah. went, went a little too hard. There was yeah. a camera on him,
3: Mike. Yeah, played during the regular season, J.J.
2: They're, they're not out there trying to hurt anybody, okay? in the certain position. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you like we're not, I'm not gonna here trying to do Reggie White humps and all that type of stuff <laughs> trying to hurt anybody out there. I'm just trying to get to the day, all right? That's what I'm trying to do. I don't know about you. But that's what Fr- I'm trying to
3: do. Freddy, next time you're on, I'm gonna ask Robert Smith to come on. I want you to tell him he went to <laughs> <in the> <laughs> I
2: didn't say it was Robert Smith. not say it was him. You hey, said uh, it.
3: I said it. I said it and I'll tell him I said it. Uh real quick before you uh before you <laughs> <laughs> you get back to moving. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady. Well, nope. first off, do you think Brady's going to retire? Do you think it's done?
2: I, I think so. I mean, shoot, isn't that all the reports? Like, you know, it's hard for those boards to come out and all of a sudden he's not going to retire. I mean, I don't know how that all works. So let's you just say. Saying, Dwight? So.
3: Right. No, I got you. Let's say, let's say you know, let's say it's true. The reports are true, and I believe that they are. Jeff Darlington and, and Adam Schefter are very credible guys. Obviously, uh, you had legendary battles with that team and that quarterback. You, in particular, with that quarterback. So, uh, just yes. go ahead. The floor is yours. Uh, Tom Brady, twenty-two years, seven <clears throat> rings, incredible career, probably the best ever. Uh, your thoughts on Brady?
2: I mean, Brady was a guy, and I've always said this. He does, like, the great things or, you know, all of the time. Like, one of those things is, like, you have guys who can make amazing passes. And Brady can do that. But the truth is, it's just his consistency of always getting his offense in the right run and making the right check down throw and just giving taking what the defense gives you is why Brady was so, so good. is because it wasn't like he was making all the throws. Like, I'm sure Peyton could throw different throws. Maybe he couldn't. Or Drew Brees. But it was just the consistency of, oh, that's not open. Uh, second read up. Let me just throw it to my running back and let him get what he has to get. And that's what made him so great. It wasn't super flashy, but it was the consistency of what he did on every single game, which made it so frustrating. He knew exactly who he was going to face every single day. He knew where the rush was going to be. So all of a sudden, oh, we're playing Robert Matheson, and Dwight Freeney. Okay, let's get rid of the ball in two and a half seconds, no matter what. And if we're going to throw the ball or hold on to the ball a little bit longer, guess what we're going to do? We're going to max protect and chip on the ends, and now it's going to give us time to make those big plays very smart player very smart guy It just you know the, the game's gonna miss him uh
3: i'm not <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's a stunner it's the game i said the game you're not in the game it's
3: i mean game. go like mathis and fucking freedy on the same defensive line holy shit! <laughs> that's almost as good that's better than miller and donald i think is it not mike
5: oh man yeah. that would boy tell me tell are, you wait
3: right, hold on freedy are you saying yes you're saying yes Freeney. I'm just saying. I mean, it's
5: two of
2: us, okay? There's two. Of us. <laughs> That's
5: what I'm yeah, and they were teammates for a while. Von Miller just man. got there.
3: I know, I know. That's as good as uh, as Reggie White and Clyde, right, Mike? Oh man, let me tell you, Clyde was so underrated. I know he was. At
5: six six, what a great hand. Well, Dwight, knows. Dwight knows
3: how underrated Clyde Simmons was. I oh, talked to God. him about it. Wow. All right, Freddie, get back. Uh, get back to moving, man. Good luck with the wife.
2: You know I will, and thank you very much. I need it. All okay. right. Okay. You guys okay. take care of yourself. See right? you,
3: man. Dwight, I will have you know that yeah. one of my daughters is headed to Syracuse, just so, okay?
2: Uh, I love her already. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. of... <laughs> wow, well, uh, look yeah. at that. All
3: right. <laughs> Thank you, man. We'll call you back with Robert Smith right. someday.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, I never said it was I know. It was good. Yeah, right. You always try right? and do that. You always try and do that. Well, oh, I, mean, I always try on. to get people in trouble. No, I'm not trying to get twice. Yeah, you are. You absolutely are. Who
3: are you kidding? You're just mad about billing the Pro Bowl (laughs) lot. You're an asshole. What would I
1: do?
5: (laughs) Every year, doing the show for twenty some years, talking to people who played in the Super Bowl. What was it like? (laughs) That's why I didn't go. Fucking (laughs) jealous. Then the Pro Bowl. There was always that. There was always that morning where the coaches came into the different meeting rooms to let you know who made the Pro Bowl, and you know there was never a. Concern that I was going to get. Hey, right. Golik, can you go get us some water while I let everybody know who made the Pro Bowl? <laughs> even,
1: even with all the people dropping out, you never gonna kind of like like lobby like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to be in Hawaii that week. That's weird. Just say i <laughs> no. be
5: there. Huh. No, actually, though, like the, I think the year. Clyde, Jerome, and Reggie. We had a bunch of guys. Clyde, Jerome, Reggie, Seth, Eric Allen, and maybe a couple more. But the D linemen brought everybody else. Those three guys brought the rest of the D line, and Dale Hopper, our coach, they invited us all to come out and stuff. It was, it was very cool.
3: That's, uh, that's very nice. Uh, yeah. Mike, before we uh, get out of here, Patrick Mahomes, it seems like, and you, you pointed out the stats in the second half, he was brutal, okay? Um, but it seems like Mahomes gets a pass. Like, if any other quarterback did what Patrick Mahomes did in an AFC championship game, we would be shredding him today, well, and yet why. no one is shredding Patrick Mahomes. I'll
5: tell you why, because he's built up credibility. Okay. He's, has he won a Super Bowl? Fair, yeah. Yeah, was he the MVP? Yeah. Was he the MVP of a league? I mean, he's, yep. he's done enough good to where having a bad half or – and listen, he had a struggling part of the season at, at – at, not even 10 weeks in, he had thrown more interceptions than he did the year before, so it was a struggling year for him. But when you have already won a Super Bowl, when you've been an MVP, when you've been as great as he is, you do get a little more of a pass. You know, when you've been questioned all along and you still haven't gotten it done, and then you screw, and then you don't play very well, yeah, you're going to get hammered even worse. But listen, uh, is that going to make anybody say they don't want Pat Mahomes as their quarterback? I mean, yeah. who doesn't still want the guy as your quarterback? So to me, yeah, you get a little bit of a pass when you've built up as much uh, you know, quality as he's done.
3: Uh, and just quickly, Mike, Aaron Rodgers, like if you're looking at other destinations, I know Denver's out there. I know the Raiders are out there. I know people have talked about the Dolphins. We're crying out loud. That's not going to happen. It has to be San Francisco. I mean, they are literally a quarterback
0: away. Yeah,
5: I mean, w- yeah. without question. I mean, yeah. listen, that's a, that's a tough division, right, because yep. you have the Rams in it. Seattle's going to be in a rebuild, so we'll see. I don't think Aaron sweats that, though, Mike. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Arizona, I, I honestly don't know the direction for Kyler Murray. He had a hell of a passing year this year, nicked up a little bit, so we'll see where that goes and getting DeAndre Hopkins back up. But I'm with you. If you want to go to a team that that's a step away, they were a step away this year, and then you put Aaron Rodgers on that team, uh, yeah, I don't care that they took Trey Lance with the third pick last year. Aaron could have could have a few more years left in him if he gets out there and does it. Look, let's look at what's going on. You had a guy leave a team and win a Super Bowl. New England to Tampa. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. You had a guy leave a team and is in the Super Bowl. Stafford leaves Detroit, goes to L.A. and may win a Super Bowl. Who's to say next year you don't have a guy leave a team and go to San Fran and maybe it happens for them? We'll see. But uh, but I agree from a talent standpoint that outside of Green Bay, that's a team to go to. Would you consider Tampa if Brady retires? Um, listen, they have great weapons. They have a great, uh, excellent offensive line. Uh, I like their running attack, the defense. Now the guys are aging a bit, so let's see who's standing at the end of this thing because they brought everybody back, you know, for a year, for a year, for a year. You know, how long can you do that? I think Sam Fran may be in a pos- better position. I could be wrong. From Contracts. Who has them, or who's going to need them to space things out a little bit? Because Tampa was living by a year to year, kind of just how Tom Brady was.
3: Uh, all right, Mike. We'll uh, we'll let you go here, and uh, we'll talk to you again later this week. Uh, go work on Peyton Manning for us, if you. Don't all know.
5: right. Yeah. Whatever. So <laughs> I mean, he can, he you want can, me to
3: ask your wife, or I, just
5: <laughs> so he can not like me after you talk to him? <laughs> no, I'll <laughs> like you. Mike, talk you like like about the Pro Bowl. Hey, yeah. Billy. You want to keep <laughs> chatting? You're a dead man anyway. So. <laughs> You're, 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 you're. Billy sometimes wonders aloud to me, "Does Mike like me?" <laughs> oh no, I like him. I like him, and I'm going to like to pound him when I see him next.
0: Just listen I, listen,
5: I like my brothers. Every now and then, we get into a fight. You know, I like Billy. Every now they, and then, you know, you got to knock someone out.
3: Can you beat Billy up using me as a weapon? Oh, easily.
1: <laughs> yeah. Didn't you and your brothers used to throw each other down the stairs or something?
5: Uh, no, actually, it was my son Jake used to just throw himself down the stairs for fun. He what? would get a box of something in the in the mail. He would cut open the box up so it was just cardboard and just launch himself yeah. down the steps. Yeah, dude had a screw loose. Yeah, it sounds like a hoot.
3: I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> this wedding.
3: By the be way, awesome. by the way, Billy, big news this week. We are bringing back the Golick Family Podcast. Sorry in advance. Wow. Yeah, we- We have a couple of episodes coming out this month, Mike. This is big
5: news. Yeah, we do. Got a couple good, a lot of content in there that we uh, get out in the open. People have been asking, when's it coming back? It's back. And uh, what you guys will all know of all the people in it, who the stars are, sorry in advance. It's very, very apparent when you hear it.
3: I can tell you, none of them. It ain't me. (laughs) It ain't me. It's all the wives, Mike. Yeah, Yeah. And the wife-to-be, of course. Sure is. (laughs) Alright, looking forward to that. Uh, right, Mike, nice. thanks as always. We'll talk All to right. you later this week. See you guys. Billy. Yeah. The fucking Pro Bowl
1: line. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. Lots of people threatening to be punched in the face recently. I'm constantly looking over my shoulder now. You should be. Do you actually believe that Golik can pick me up and use me as a weapon
3: to beat you up? Mm... Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so do, I. do you think he's gonna do it? If we're ever in the same place, I just a safe distance I'm going to keep, you know? <laughs> you'd use me as a club, is what you're saying? Possibly. <laughs> or you'd use a, you as a club to beat me up,
3: no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, we're clubs. A <laughs> couple of no. clubs, cutting it up. <laughs> Stupidity. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite